0: You are watching Fat Bidet Knows Everything, and it's called Fat Bidet Knows Everything because I do know everything. (laughs) This week is going to be a low blow. This week, it's going to be a low blow wasted, low wasted shot against who else? our bumbling health minister, Dr. Adam Bapa. And, and, we're gonna be brought to you by Gardenia's chocolate raisin bread and a cup of hot coffee. (coughs) I am sure that you have already heard what has happened with our bumbling health minister, Dr. Adam Babur? He's a doctor, ah. He's a doctor. I can't get enough of the fact that a month ago, when the COVID-19 pandemic just happened, he went on national TV. I know, I've mentioned this at least three times already in my videos. But I wanna mention it again. He went on national television to tell everybody that all you need to do to fight the coronavirus is to drink warm water. Okay air masak eh hmm. jangan minum air tidak masak. Air masak. Okay. Kalau beli dia suam sikit. Suam dia virus dia tak suka panas. Ah. Ha, eh. Dia yeah. panas sangatlah. Banyak boleh minum sampai. Boleh minum. <laughs> Okey. Biar dia virusnya akan dinyahkan. Okay. Disingkir dan pergi ke perut. Dia kalau masuk perut ada asid, dia kalah. Ah. Kita akan singkirkan. Kena banyak virus juga. Ya. Yeah. Eh. Yang penting kita kena singkirkan virus di teruk di kerongkong kita. Sebelum dia masuk ke paru So like what i did in the first video where i talked about this issue i'm going to do it now i'm going to challenge dr adam babber to go to sungai buloh hospital and go to all the wards where all these corona covid-19 patients are housed without a mask without any gloves no any protection just drink a warm cup of water before and go in, shake hands, hug, kiss all the patients, and then at the end of the day, go back home and drink another cup of warm water to kill the coronavirus so that you won't get infected. I dare Dr. Adam Baba to do that. Then, most recently, a couple of days ago, what did he do? He had a video conference call with, and these are his words, he claimed to have spoken to 500, 500 countries. Saya yakin bahwa aku yang saya buat uh, telah pun di tirakul di dunia, dah tu sih. Saya telah buat video oh, uh, video konferensi dengan uh, dengan WHO, eh, lima negara, eh. Saya live, eh, live streaming. He spoke to 500 countries. How many countries are there around the world? In the world? I guess he spoke to the countries on earth and including all the countries that are in all our neighbouring planets around us as well <laughs> he spoke to five hundred of you, and he declared this in another video conference call he had with Zayed Hamidi I tell you all these AMNO mem- members huh? and Zayed Hamidi was like, hmm, bagus, bagus, bagus when he heard that Dr. Adam Baba Say that he had spoken, he was in a video conference call with 500 countries. Oh, yeah, yeah. He <laughs> didn't want to correct him. I guess he didn't know how many number of countries there are in the world on earth as well. Now, to be fair, to be fair, Dr. Adam Babur did come back and apologize and said that. He was tersasol lah. He didn't say it correctly. He didn't mean to say 500 countries. Like he wanted to say 500 participants, not 500 countries. But but some social media uh, practitioners or activists, they found, Amno cyber troopers, or who I recently found out, they're known as cythros now, cyber troopers. Get it? They actually took screenshots where he said 500 participants. No, the screenshots of the video conference where it says like 300 over participants. Actually, not even 500, it was like 300 over participants. And they edited the photos to make it look like 500 people. <laughs> wow, to the length that they would go to maintain a lie. All right? One thing good, though, um, with Dr. Adam Baba and all that, and Farikata National coming to power, and all these Amno people are coming back to power, is that we really are going to get a good laugh. Like how we've been getting good laughs all the time before this, when Barisan National was the government, with all their bumbling ministers and MPs would say stupid things, you know. Writers and publishers even had a few days. They would like, publish books, like politicians can say the dundest things. Uh, you know? Looks uh, like we're going to head back into that era again. Uh, the golden era of bumbling politicians. <laughs> and this is a uh, health minister, uh, you supposed to be leading the country right now, under this COVID-19 pandemic. Now, your guys, you guys know, right, that the our DG of Health, Dr. Noohisham Abdullah, uh, he was like um, selected to be like one of the top three best doctors around the world who's handling the COVID-19 situation, right? And this was like celebrated all around the world. I was in the media and all that. And when the news came out. Doctor Noheesha was very humble during the press conference. Now, people asked him how he felt when he, you know, given this acknowledgement. He didn't make it about himself at all, right? He uh, he said that it was a testament to the entire ministry, all the doctors, all the nurses, and all the frontliners who were doing their best, right, to keep the country safe. And he didn't take credit at all. He said everybody worked together. He's a good guy, and apparently he's a convert. Huh? He's not Malay. Huh? He's a Chinese-Muslim convert. Aha! <laughs> Could that be a sign? <laughs> and then you've got this bumbling I'm no fools. <laughs> okay, there was a reason why I mentioned Dr. Noor Hisham just now. But... Uh, I didn't get to what I really wanted to say, right? Oh, it's my age, I think. Uh, I, I mentioned Dr. Nohisham is because uh, when he was named as one of the top three doctors around the world as handling the COVID-19 the right way, right? One of the best doctors to handle COVID-19. Uh, Dr. Adam Baber uh, wrote a congratulatory note on social media saying, oh congratulations, right, Dr. Nohisham, oh, we are very proud of you and all that and he did like a a poster of him, uh, a congratulatory poster that he posted on social media. And um, he said congratulations, and it was a picture of him kind of like instructing Dr. Noor Hisham of something. If you're really like sincere, right, uh, in congratulating Dr. Noor Hisham, why must you have a picture of you Obviously, being like an authoritative figure, like kind of like, kind of like instruct, to me, the picture looked like he was instructing him. Like, like he was trying to imply, hey, you wouldn't be here if it wasn't for me. Really? Dr. Adam Barber? Really? Dr. Noisha would not be there because of him. (sighs) Uh, But anyway, I know. I thought I had a laugh. It's a very low blow very easy content I'm doing, but I just couldn't help myself. It's just so, so, so very, very funny, right? That's what I'm going to talk about today. Um, if you've got anything to add, please do, <laughs> please, please, please add. Mm, if you've got any ideas of what you want me to talk about, so let me know. Now we're in that section where I just highlight stuff and tell you stuff where, about things that I find, tell you stuff that I find very interesting, right, in the last week or so. Now. This is what I want to recommend to you guys. It's uh it's a game or it's a mobile game, an app, right, known as um Bury Me My Love. Now this is an app or a game where you pretend to be a refugee from Syria who has already escaped the country. You know Syria and the war there and all that. I know everything pales in comparison with COVID-19 right now. But let's remember that things are still happening around the world, right? Um uh, right now, this app, my wife, Cheryl, she found out about this app or this game. You download it and you pretend you are... It's like a role-playing game where you are a refugee from Syria who have escaped. You have escaped Syria. Right? But your spouse. If you're a guy, you can pick your spouse to be a your wife. <laughs> if you're a girl, you can pick your spouse to be a husband. Or if you want to have a same-sex spouse, also can. Up to you, right? Um, Cheryl picked the same-sex spouse, so she had a wife, who, in the game, right, still stuck in Syria and is trying to escape, right? So the game is in the form of text messaging, where you message your spouse, right, and and they update you. Your spouse will update you, he or she will tell you, okay, I'm leaving Syria now. Uh, I've paid money to uh, people who can smuggle me across the border. And basically, you are uh, giving she will ask you advice, she or he will ask you advice and you give him give them like your advice and you tell them what to do and they will tell you what they are doing for over a course of many, many months of them trying to escape Syria. So you get an idea of what is happening and through their eyes, and it's just you texting your spouse. Uh. And it can be very dramatic, it can be very scary, it can be very happy. Uh, the outcome can be very different. Your spouse might make it and escape Syria, right? And into another country like maybe Germany or, or, or Spain or, or Greece or whatever lah, right? Or the US or Canada. Uh, or that means you're successful. Lah. The game is successful. Or your spouse might not make it. Die or disappear and you stop getting your text messages. Right? So it's so real. Now, it's a great game I think to create awareness about the refugee situation. Now um, you have to pay for the app. Things about like 17 or 20 ringgit for the app and apparently that proceeds go towards the refugees. Ah. And if you want to download the app you will notice that a lot of reviews for the app are all very negative. There are a lot of negative reviews for the app. It's not a very good game now, right? Uh but I think the idea is great and that's why I'm re- I'm suggesting it and I'm recommending it. The idea is great if now people download it and give feedback of how they can improve the game, you know, um it might be a good thing lah. you know if they improve the game and this kind of model uh, game I call it game journalism. Alright. I am a journalist, right? I look at everything that's journalism and game journalism like this is great potential in telling stories lah. uh so yeah I think if everybody just plays the game and then give feedback on how they can improve in the future, they might develop even better games like this, where people can actually play games, enjoy a game, yet also be socially aware. Huh? Um, yeah. Try it. It's called "Bury Me My Love." Right? Try and search for it, download it, and see what you think. I guess that's all we have for this week. Um, like this video. Don't like this video. Subscribe to the channel. You um, can follow us on all our social media platforms at, at FatBidIn, or you can go to fatbidin.com to get everything, right? Because everything's collated on the website. And that's it. You've been watching and listening to FatBidIn and everything. I've got three kids, one wife, and me to support. So you've got to, like, you know, help fund my life. So you actually you can go to the Fat Bidin e-store, right? I'm gonna link it below, I'm gonna link it below, right? And you can get actually like Fat Bidin merchandise, right? And most of it are, well, actually books uh. I used to sell DVDs and films and all that, but hey, everything's available on YouTube now. So now if you want to get Fat Bidin merchandise, it's mostly books. So I've got books here, I've got books here. See, see, see like this book? This is called uh, The Adventures of a Carelight in Afghanistan. It's a graphic novel, see? See, graphic novel which I uh, wrote uh, and illustrated with my, with my buddy, Apan, right? Uh, it's a non-fiction one. It's about my time in Afghanistan shooting a documentary for a month uh, when I was there. See, see, I'm a war journalist, right? So it's a really good book, right? Uh, I've got this non-fiction novel is called operation nasi Krabu finding patani in an in islamic insurgency this book i wrote because i spent like a i spent some time in southern thailand where there's a war there you all know there's a war there right in patani right i shot a documentary there which was banned for broadcast but hey they allowed me to publish a book and if you get the book there is a qr code at the back right there's a qr code at the back which allows you to watch it for free online Oh, where's the QR code? Where's the QR code? Ah, there's the QR code, right? It's online, meaning you scan the QR code, you go to my YouTube channel lah. Okay, Um, I've got another book, this is called Journal Dad, The Chronicles of a Journalist Who Happens to be a Father. It's a a compilation of my articles, my column when I was writing for the Malaysian Insider. It's all about like, me being a journalist and raising a family at the same time. It's really funny, it's funny, it's funny. My best-selling book. Liberal, Malay, and Malaysian. Writings of a Walking Contradiction. This is a compilation also of my uh, column in the Malaysian Insider. This one focuses more on like politics, race, uh, demonstration, democracy, and religion, and things like that. It's funny too. All my books are funny because I'm a funny guy, right? Yes, I am. And if you like films... I sell this book. See, I wrote this book with my buddy Wan Chun Hong. It's a guide to filmmaking, indie filmmaking. Uh, Every chapter talks about one aspect of filmmaking and every chapter also interviews one like a really prominent Malaysian filmmaker. It's really good. You can get all these books at the Fat Bidin e-store. Come on, feed my kids.